Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello there. Welcome to another edition of Around the Hearn on this rainy, dreary-looking Thursday. We've got a lot of great things to try to cheer you up here in this next half an hour or so. Spencer Wells, the Fort Loramie head football coach, coming up as the interview this week. And if you can listen to this young man and not be motivated, I don't even care what it is. Afterwards, you're probably going to go try to paint the house, do the dishes, mow the lawn, whatever it is, whatever your wife's uh, had on her honeydew list for you to do. I guarantee after listening to him, you'll want to go do it. Just uh, that kind of infectious, positive personality. I love getting to talk to him. First time I've ever actually talked to him, about 20 minutes, and uh, just radiates positivity. His team with a big game coming up this weekend. We talk about that as well as sort of how he got to be where he is. Tonight, though, a lot of great volleyball going on coming up here in just a couple of hours. We've got New Bremen and New Knoxville. Number one at New Knoxville against number three, New Bremen. For the second time this season, just a couple of weeks ago, it was the Rangers who were then ranked number three. It's a flip-flop as they try to take out New Bremen, the defending state champs in the D4 District Finals. That game is on WCSM on the radio dial. And the other one, Lipsick and Miller City in the District Finals over on WZOQ Radio. Miller City trying to get to the regionals for the second straight year, but to do so, they've got to beat an impressive Lipsick team that this uh, matchup already took place not really that long ago. Kevin Peel had a great call of this matchup with the uh, PCL title on the line. It went five sets, of course, kind of came down to the last handful of uh, plays. Lipsick was able to get the win. Will they be able to get the win again? You have to tune in and find out in just a couple of hours. Boys District Finals in uh, soccer. Man, oh man, this is a big one to get to this point. Kaleida will take on Continental. Kaleida trying to get to 500 on the season, but pulled the one nothing upset last night at Kaleida against Audeville. And an Audeville team finishes with 15-1-2 and and as their record. Just uh, kind of shocked that they're heading home. It's the second straight year that Kaleida has gotten them at home, so to speak, on their pitch. They were the road team both times. Bought a one nothing win last year and a 16-win Audeville team and a one nothing win this year. Talked to uh, Coach Dustin Marquardt and the uh, Delphus Herald from last night, and he said, you know, we just didn't want it as much as they did, and uh, credit to them. Continental gets into the finals with a 2 nothing win. First time I saw them last night this season. They are impressive. Speed for days as they beat Bath 2-0. Uh, Rain Army had just... Uh, spectacular game. Had two quick goals at the end of each half, and I'm looking forward to that. Saturday, 1 o'clock on WZOQ Radio. We've also got boys district finals starting at 11 a.m. on Saturday. The Bluffton boys are playing it, trying to get back to the uh, state tournament like last year. They're playing up at Tiffin, and the reason for that is because their girls are in action at 4 o'clock at home against Liberty Benton in the district finals. At the uh, start of the girls' soccer matchups, you've also got another big rivalry, Kaleida and Audeville in a girls' soccer at 4 o'clock on WZOQ Radio. That's a big one. Both teams coming off wins at Audeville in their last game in the district semis. To get to this point, Audeville beat Coldwater. Kaleida beat Lima Central Catholic. Girls' district finals for uh, Ottawa-Glandorf. They go north to take on Archbold at 3.30 on Saturday. Best of luck. I love 
watching Chris Podraski's Titans. They just have so many different players that I see all year long. They don't give up, and uh, good luck to them. We've also got a Western Buckeye League matchup, second time around. On a Saturday at 2 o'clock at Elida, the uh, St. Mary's girls will take on Bath, a team they beat earlier on in the season on their way to the Western Buckeye League crown. One uh, soccer matchup had to be moved. They had uh, some issues at Elida with the rain that's come through the last couple of days. The Shawnee Salina Boys District Final had to be moved from today on Thursday to Friday night at 6 o'clock. So that should be another big one as well. And the uh, girls' district finals at Princeton High School, just outside of Cincinnati, will have uh, Cincinnati Madeira taking on Anna at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Good luck to all the local teams in uh, those ball games. Many great high school football teams in action in the area. Three games involving local teams on Friday night. I'm excited for this one. Again, you'll hear from Spencer Wells coming up about this matchup in just a few. But Nebreman travels to Fort Loramie. You can hear that on WKKI. Marion Local and Riverside against the nation's leading rusher for Riverside. WCSM all on the call for that one. And then Crestview at Lima Central Catholic with WKSD and the great Kenny Stabler. Saturday night, a lot of high school football in the area. Honorable Glendorf makes the long trek to Otsego. You can hear Kevin Peel give the call on that one on 106.3 The Fox. We've also got Van Wert traveling to take on Bellevue on WERT. WTGR, the Tiger, has got Versailles at number one, Roger Bacon. Danny Sisko and I on WKKI Saturday night. West Jefferson, the Rough Riders, travel to Coldwater to take on the Cavaliers. Hope Ball Loudon at Arlington is on WOSN on their live stream app on Saturday night. And Columbus Grove at Archbold, you can hear that game on Z Sports Live. A lot of great football and a lot of kids chasing a dream and just one game away from saying they made the state Final Four, which the OHSAA came out this week and said, hey, the semifinals and the finals are going to be whatever the best place we find to be able to hold that is, the best available. The neutral sites will not have a factor of equal distance, but will be the best available venue for each ballgame. See exactly what that means next week when the sites are announced. Volleyball action, Ottawa Glandorf, the number one team in the state in D3 all year long. Swept Liberty Benton 3-0 in the district finals last night in Ottawa. They now will move on and play next week in the regionals. Also, congrats to uh, Tenora Volleyball, district champs, after they beat up on Paulding. Volleyball finals got announced this week from the OHSAA and exactly where those will be. It'll be Friday the 13th of November, Saturday the 14th, and the finals will take place on Sunday, November 15th at the Student Activity Center at Vandalia Butler High School. So that had changed from the normal of where everybody thought they would be at Wright State. Soccer was announced. It'll still take place at Moffrey Stadium, where the crew used to play. And the uh, big basketball news that came out this week, the annual Fly Into the Hoop tournament, announced the uh, competitors for this year. Both local matchups here in Northwest Ohio will take place on Monday, January 18th. It'll be Sean E. taking on Dayton Dunbar at 3 o'clock. And then that'll be followed about 4.45 by Audeville and Botkins. You can watch those games on SUV TV. They've got a guy you might have heard of that uh, does those games. He does an okay job. High school football was supposed to have uh, Sydney and Troy playing tomorrow night. That game got canceled, says my buddy Brian Billick at the Sydney Daily News. Unfortunately, uh, Sydney had a COVID outbreak. Cross-country polls, 
I wanted to get to this. I didn't have uh, didn't have the link until just a couple of days ago. Girls cross country polls heading into the regionals this weekend has Minster at number two, Fort Laramie at four, Versailles at nine, Fort Recovery at eleven, Botkins twelve, Anna thirteen, Saint Henry nineteen, Double Saint Johns at twenty seven. Boys cross country poll. Again, their regionals this weekend as well has Columbus Grove at number four, Holgate number five, Anna nine, Bakken's ten, Minster eleven, Tenora twelve, Lormy at seventeen. And uh, good luck to all those uh, young men and young women running in their events this weekend. Northwest Conference unveiled their football honors, the three big honors. Columbus Grove head coach Andy Schaefer was all on the show not all that long ago. He's the coach of the year, and why not? Uh, his Bulldogs win the NWC. Uh, tournament this year the way they decided the league his quarterback and Blake Reynolds probably unanimously the offensive player of the year Alan East Blake Hirschberger the defensive player of the year congratulations to those three as well as everybody else that made the uh, list as well story from the Crescent News has the Northern 8 football conference saying that they will not have their championship game this year but because of COVID Next year, the 2021 title will be on, and they are uh, looking into trying to create a state tournament for the eight-man crown. That'll be cool to see and get those kids kind of a, a long-term thing of something to do and something to play for. Uh, Van Buren, latest to uh, bite the cancellation bug for their wrestling invitational. They're the second one of those to drop in the last couple of days. Defiance had to cancel their invitational as well because of everything going on with COVID. Uh, Good news, for once. Teams picking up football games. Pandora Goboa scheduled a game for Friday at Ayersville that will conclude their 2020 year. Kenton will uh, entertain River Valley at Robinson Field. Ada High School looking for a football coach for next year after theirs resigned about a month ago ending their season. Liberty Center picks up a game at Allen East. Allen East, of course, had to uh, bow out or I should say had their opponent bow out in Lipsick after their uh, deals with COVID last week. Minster is going to play at Covington next Thursday night. They decided they already have the Wildcats hosting Shawnee this Friday night and the other games. There's a lot of regular season games. I, I, I love that teams are still playing. For this Friday night, you've got Brian at Salina, Defiance at Napoleon, Covington at Anna, Bluffton at Corey Rawson, Eden at Paulding, Liberty Benton travels to Winford, Hard Northern hosts Upper Sayota Valley, Springfield Central Catholic takes on Ridgemont, Carey goes to Tenora, Fountain at Ben Logan, and a couple of uh, GMC games that actually will count in their standings. It'll be Edgerton at Wayne Trace, and Hicksville at the uh, boys from Antwerp. So that's uh, a look at what is uh, going on around the area. Also, a huge shout-out to Will Voorhees, the Columbus Grove superstar and Notre Dame College standout. 27 points in his game in Germany the other night. I actually just talked to him about 20 minutes ago, and uh, he's excited. He's doing big things over there in Germany. We've had him on a couple of times. You can go back about two months ago, I believe, and hear the last time he was on. He talks about what things would be uh, going back uh, before Europe sort of starts to begin their shutdown that they're going through right now. But uh, shout-out to Will and everything that he's doing. Hopefully we'll have him back at some point during the season. He's off for, I believe, a week or so 
before his team gets playing again in Germany. But the uh, biggest of uh, congratulations and shout-outs to him for everything that he's doing and continues to do. That's a look at the news and notes portion of this show. When we come back, you'll hear from the head coach of Fort Loramie High School in Spencer Wells here on Around the Hearn. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kissel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and will be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Talking about Fort Loramie football now as they get ready for their big matchup with New Bremen this weekend, and uh, it continues to just push on and push on. And Coach Spencer Wells, first of all, let me ask you this. Did you think we'd be to this point when you guys started your season back in August? You know, I, I was just hoping and praying we would. You know, with all the uncertainty, uh, we definitely took a, a week-by-week approach and just kind of, um, I don't know how many times we said to our kids, just, hey, let's, you know, let's be thankful that we can play this week and hopefully we can earn another week and um, everything kind of calms down. And, and so it's, yeah, and, I, and I'm hoping, I know some teams, um, you know, just this week still being affected by it. So hopefully, um, you know, no one in this area has to end their season because of COVID um, any more than the teams that have already had to. So, um, yeah, we, we feel thankful to still be playing, that's for sure. It's always interesting to me because reading your bio, you're a younger guy, but you've been around a little bit in terms of uh, things you've been able to see with coaching stops. How has mm-hmm. that, because you've been in so many different programs in terms of how they maybe view their offense or the defense, how has that shaped you as a head coach? That's been, it's been huge. What a, I mean, I've been very blessed to do that and um, not just um, several different programs, but some really successful ones. You know, I, I started right off with, First of all, I was, I was fortunate to play at Double St. John's for Coach Schulte and all the tradition that they have there. And then I went straight to Marion Local. And, um, you know, I've been at Walpock. Um, I've been at Salina, Allen East. And, some, you know, some, some really program, um, tradition-rich programs. So it's been a blessing. You know, I, I've met um, Chris Summers. We were assistants at, at, at Allen East. And me and him, um, you know, are really, really good friends. And, and we talk um, all the time about football and schemes, what they're seeing, you know, maybe an adjustment to this. But coach Moyer at Walpock, same thing. And, um, you know, it's just good to have those relationships to kind of bounce ideas back and forth, especially when you're a young guy and, you know, you're, you're trying to make sure you're doing things the right way. So, um, I've been really blessed to meet some great coaches, you know, throughout my coaching career so far. So basically you're Kevin Bacon because at any point I can connect <laughs> any other coach. Yeah, with you. you might be able to, yeah, you might be able to. Yeah, that's for sure. It's funny. Cause I, I love Chris Summers, obviously him coaching here in Spencerville. I just had him on last week and, if you don't uh, just immediately feel more confident and want to run through something after talking to him, I, I don't really know what to tell you. Yes, yeah, no, he, he's a heck of a coach. And, um, yeah, I feel blessed that, 
got to know him and um yeah we were still consider him a really good friend and um yeah he, he he's he's about as good as it gets how was that transition from going to st john's to marion local i mean at least you didn't have to change your wardrobe but you've obviously <laughs> been on different sides especially oh, man yeah your senior year i mean you, you beat him by three on the way yep. to that state title yeah no that's um it was weird. Like I remember, I still remember getting the call. I was working for the city of Delphus and um, I knew I had been hired at Marion local, but I was on the maintenance crew and we were fixing some potholes or something. And um, you know, the machine we were using was pretty loud and I got a call and it was coach Goodwin and he just, Hey, you know, I never met you, but uh, I'd love you to coach junior high football for us. And I was just on cloud nine, you know? And, uh, but when I told my buddies, Hey, you won't, you won't believe it. I- I'm going to be coaching at Marion local too. And, you know, a couple of them kind of gave me some craps. They couldn't believe that, you know, I was going to the dark side. But, um, you know, I, I won't forget when I got there um, and, and Coach Goodwin and I had a brief conversation about that. And I remember him saying, he's like, you'd be surprised. He's like, once you get around these kids and you start spending a lot of time with these kids, he's like, you'll, you'll be rooting for these guys. You know, you, you'll be rooting for the Flyers before you know it. And I remember, as, as weird as it sounds, we hosted Delphi St. John's that year. And I wanted to win. You know, I never thought, like at the beginning of the year in the offseason, I thought like, okay, that's going to be a really weird night. I'm going to want the Blue Jays to kick our butt. But, <laughs> um, you know, but it, yeah, by the time, you know, you get spending with those kids and, and those relationships and, and putting the work in with them, um, it's amazing, you know, how quick you just start rooting for them. And um, so, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a great experience getting to know Tim. And, um, yeah, I was fortunate to get a start there. I was just kind of wondering how many times that you look down at the polo or the sweatshirt and it's the right color, so to speak, but you're just like, wait, what's this emblem? Yeah. Why did, who changed this? That's right. Yeah. I'm sure I had to do that a few times. Like that's uh hold on just a second. All right. But it, it, you know, then you just completely kind of stayed with the blue colors for a while and you get to kind of under Travis Moyer, part of that winning streak. And I remember uh, I've talked to both coaches, both coach Moyer and coach Fry about that whole streak and, it was such an oddity for me doing St. Mary's football where the guy who started it and Coach Fry ultimately ends up being the guy who ended it. Why? Just because yeah. high school football is weird like that. <laughs> sure. No, we had some great battles there. And, yeah, I really enjoyed my time at Walpock. And, uh, you know, Coach Moyer, and he, he has a heck of a staff over there, too. I met some really good friends. Um, you know, I still talk to you on a frequent basis over there. But those battles with, with St. Mary's, yeah, I mean, that was um, – I still remember that game that you, you referenced where we got beat. Um, you know, it went right down to the wire and, um, yeah, they've, they've, those were fun games, hard nosed games and coaching the WBL, you know, kind of, it was always, you know, smash mouth football week each week. And so I really enjoyed that and, um, feel kind of set me up for the opportunity here at Fort Laramie. You've been on both sides of 60 point games this year. I don't know if anybody in back-to-back weeks has had that, but you put 64 in Twin Valley South the next week, fall by 17, you give up 60 now taking the loss aside from that what do you learn from a game like that with tri-village outside of yeah we needed to get more stops but it, it's got to be an interesting thing of all right now we can approach this differently because it worked against a team as good as them it might work against other teams yeah no i think it uh, was a great great dose of adversity and um you know we had a lot going on that game we had five turnovers turnovers on offense we had injuries we had it was kind of a perfect storm we gave up a special team score and, um, you know, we didn't, I told the guys though, um, I remember after that game, we, we, we didn't lose this game because we had some injuries, you know, we lost this game because we didn't play good football. And, um, I, and, and we talked to the coaching staff and, um, I remember saying we're going to be so much better 
than we ever would have been without this loss. And, you know, I'm not, I, I definitely don't want to make it a habit because it, it's not much fun losing those types of games. But um, I do think that they can be kind of unique moments where you can really build off of that adversity and it prepares you when you face that adversity again, you know, so, um, you know, we talk a lot as a program as winning the next play, you know, that's probably kind of our mantra where, you know, each, each play is an opportunity to win it. And whether you did win it or whether you lost it, you gotta, it doesn't matter. You've got to win the next play. And so, um, you know, we'll be able to use that. A lot of the lessons we learned from that, I think, uh, as we make this playoff run and, you know, there's certainly going to be some adversity tomorrow night with New Bremen. They're, they're a heck of a team and, and we're going to have to uh, handle those moments um, as, as champions and, and not choose to be victims, but choose to be champions in those moments and, and rise to it and um, enjoy it. When you came in this year, what was the mindset on kind of pushing Colin Moore to be more offense oriented as a quarterback instead of having him play so much defense like the last couple of years? Um, I think with Colin this year, we really challenged him that we want to throw throw the ball down the field. You know, in the past two years, uh, as he's been a starter, we've been very much more quick game involved. You know, we, we throw our quick game, high percentage throws, uh, mix in some screens and some play action, and then kind of call it a day. But this year, um, you know, we just felt that we've got the guys to do it, that we've got to throw down the field vertically, and he's got the arm to do it as well. So um, I think he's done a really nice job with that. I mean, our offensive line, um, has done a great job protecting him. You know, he hasn't been sacked yet all year. And, um, you know, when, when you have an offensive line that's doing that for you as a quarterback, it really allows you to build some confidence. But, you know, as you, as you said, I mean, our offense, is, it's built through him. I mean, we're going to run the football. We're going to have him run the football. We're going to have him make a decision on every play. You know, usually he's got multiple options, whether he's going to keep it or pitch it or whether he's going to hand it off or throw it. I mean, we have multiple options on every play, and we're only able to do that because he's smart enough to handle that. And so, um, he's been that way from the day I started coaching him. I mean, we just kind of throw stuff on his plate. Okay. Yep. Throw more on his plate. Okay. Yep. Keep going. And, um, he's just a really smart kid and he's a great leader. I, uh, try to keep an eye on a lot of teams in the area and you guys are always one. I love to watch it just kind of because of how your kids approach every single play. And I also have a kind of a love for big guy kickers and you've got Mac <laughs> yeah. Fortman who does a terrific job on your defensive line, but, I, that's such a different dynamic of having a big guy kicker. I mean, they're just, for whatever reason for me, they're just fun to watch during the game. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. He's uh, he's done a great job. I mean, especially here in recent weeks, he's really built on his consistency. And, um, yeah, he. I mean, he, he's our PAT guy, and, and we kind of bounce back and forth between having him kick um, on kickoffs as well. We've kind of gotten away from that um, because he's got, he's got to put, he uses a kicking shoe, and so that, you know, that's kind of a, a, a hassle for him putting that on and off all the time. So we've kind of limited him to just kicking extra points so that he doesn't have to miss any defense <laughs> after the after kicking off. But um, he's done a great job with that. You know, he, he's a smart kid, and he takes a lot of pride in that. I mean, it's, it's interesting to watch him. I mean, he, he's really, um, you know, puts a lot of focus and, and energy into that and making sure that he's, he's got good technique and, he, you know, he, he's leaning into each kick. And, and all those things, he's become way more consistent than he ever was. And, um, you know, we'll need that tomorrow night. You mean you don't have a freshman where that's his designated job is to just put oh, on man, and take I off wish. his shoe? Yeah. Well, you know what? We, we do have a guy in charge of, you know, his shoe and, 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 and making sure that we're good to go with that. But um, we got a heck of a freshman kicker, too, that we're, we're building on. Aiden Bullen, uh, he stepped in. and he's, he's done a really good job for us throughout the year. And uh, we're excited for him, you know, in future years. I would love to see you give a varsity letter for a kid to, and just have to explain it. Of, well, I put Max's <laughs> shoe on every night. Yeah, there you go. That's a big job. Yeah. Yep. 
this week with the Bremen, they come off that big win against St. Henry. They uh, present some unique challenges for you guys, I would imagine, because they're so well-versed and they've got the confidence from the last couple of years, whereas, uh, you know, they build the program up. And what do they do well that sort of made you lose a little bit of sleep looking at it? I think they're very athletic. You know, they've got a very athletic quarterback. Um, they're very athletic in their linebacker core. Um, so, I mean, you put on the film, and, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to see that, man, they've got some athletes out there. And, and they also, um, you know, they've got really good offensive and defensive lines. So, um, I mean, every position for us, every every part of the game um, tomorrow night is going to have to be ready to go because it, it's going to be athletes against athletes, size against size. Um, I think both teams match up really well. And, um, you know, they're really well coached. Coach Smith's done a great job there building up that program, as you said. You know, when they're talking about maybe not having a program not that long ago, and now they're in the 60s um, as far as a roster, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that says a lot about him. So, yeah, we've got a lot of respect for him. We know it's going to be a dogfight tomorrow night, and um, we can't wait to get after it. Have you found that with this year, whether it's on the coaching staff or for you or for the kids, that maybe uh, after games, uh, rather wins, that maybe you – I don't want to say soak it in, but maybe enjoy it a little bit more because you know how hard with this year you had to work to sort of get to that point. Um, I think that's a good point. I, I would say this year, probably more than any other, it's just the uncertainty of, yeah, you know, we've got a game schedule next next week and, you know, we fully expect to play, but, um, you know, you're just not quite sure. You just never know, right? I mean, who knows if there's some cases that pop up and then maybe we don't get to play or, or maybe it happens to the opposing team and we miss out. I mean, there's so many things that, um, you know, that, that can happen with this. But um, So I think that's always been in the back of your mind that, like, man, I hope that I hope we just continue to stay clear of this stuff. I hope the opposing teams we play stay clear of this stuff. And uh, it's been fortunate that we've been able to do that so far. And hopefully that continues because, you know, our guys are hungry. We've got 16 seniors, and they know that this is it. And, and those guys, a lot of them have played um, the last couple of years on some really good teams. And, um, you know, it, they know we're close. And, it, and it's going to be dog fights from here on out. But, um, you know, it's just about strapping it up and, and giving it everything you have and, and hopefully catching a break or two and, and continue to move on. It's kind of the thought process maybe for them, maybe more than you, because you take kind of a game-by-game approach of, all right, last year we have a little bit of a bad taste the way that ended, using that as a fuel for this season? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think that that was definitely part of it. You know, I, I'm not sure how big of a part that was because, you know, either way, our, just this senior group, the way that they're built with Max Hoing and Colin and Matt Fortman and, and down the line, you know, they're just hungry kids. They attack Sam Barhorse. I mean, they, they work their butts off in the offseason. And, you know, I've never really had to do a whole lot of motivating to them. I mean, not saying that we don't as coaches, um, but they've really taken that on themselves to, to motivate each other and push each other and challenge each other and, and hold each other to, to the standard that we've set. And we talk a lot about that, making sure we're playing up to, to our standard and we're, we're setting that standard um, uh, for ourselves and, and the high expectations we have. So um, they do a great job, and we really kind of follow their lead, and, and uh, we'll need them tomorrow night for sure. You talk a lot about the senior class, and obviously that's where it starts as far as leadership and everything goes. But I want to ask you about Logan Eilerman. I mean, he comes in yeah. this year and has just done a terrific job. What He's got to be about the most confident young man. I just I watched the video and the highlights <laughs> and watch how he approaches every play, and it just seems like he's got that killer mentality of, I'm going to pick this pass, and I'm going to just take off on every play. 
Yeah, he plays with a lot of confidence. But he's an extremely humble, humble young man. I mean, you you talk to him, and he's a very, very polite, you know, humble young kid that just uh, you know wants to get better. And we knew that early going into the season, and I referenced before, we want to throw the ball vertically down the field, and um, he was a big reason why. I mean, there, there's not many years that we're going to have six four, two hundred pound kids that that can run on the outside. And so he's uh, he's a great route runner, um, and and he's he's had to grow up here in, in a hurry. Um, throughout the year. I mean, he's only a sophomore, and after having, you know, the first couple weeks where he really stood out, I mean, opposing teams saw that. And so he's seen double coverage, he's seen linebacker help, safety help, um, press coverage, different things to try to slow him down. And so, um, you know, he, he's, he's about had it all thrown at him, and, and he's responded well, and Colin has a lot of confidence in him. So he's a playmaker for us, and, and we're going to need him to make some plays for sure this week. Well, I know that this is a group that, just from hearing you talk, you'd love to keep together, love to get at least one or maybe two more weeks the way it works out. But most importantly, not have to hand them over to Corey Britton. Yeah, that's right. I'm not ready to do that. Yep, yep. <laughs> he's, he said, yep. yeah, I love this group. And he said he's not even going to be there this weekend. Apparently, he's, he's uh, you know, new daddy on vacation. But it's, yep. uh, it's so neat to be able to see these kids as a group and, a, and kind of a smaller school thing. And you can identify with being... A, uh, kind of on your trajectory, but uh, being able to see them all year long and continue to grow closer. And uh, this seems like a really fun, special group that you've got there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not lost on me that, you know, I'm, I'm not always going to have a, a group like this, a senior group like this, where number one, we have 16 seniors and uh, but, you know, they, they all play in some capacity. They, they work hard and um, they, they have great leadership. And so, yeah, I mean, we just have to um, continue to just, fight like heck for another week. we got to earn another week this week and, and hopefully earn another week after that because, um, as you know, at this point of the year, it, it's, it's all what you earn. So um, that's been a big message for us, and, and they're hungry, and um, you know we can't wait to compete again this week. Well, I know when we got the opportunity to do this game, I was stoked. I always enjoy covering Fort Lormie, and especially in New Bremen. I knew, kind of looking at the way that things drawn up, that might be that matchup, and I, I got a feeling we're looking for a heck of a battle. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Um, hopefully the weather co- cooperates as, as much as it can here. Um, from now until kickoff, we've gotten a lot of rain. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a heck, heck of a game, great atmosphere. I mean, these kids, you know, they live 10, 10 minutes apart, so they know each other and, and they're ready to compete. I uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. And I know just from talking to you for 15 minutes that uh, you may not have to give as far as prep speeches go, but I can tell your kids are getting it. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, we're we're excited to to compete, and you know, we got a lot of respect for New Bremen, and should be should be a fun night. Big game tomorrow night, New Bremen and Fort Loramie on K ninety four. That's head coach Spencer Wells back with just a few more here in the show. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well, then head to my place, one twenty eight North Broadway, for deep fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. 
Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kissel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and we'll be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. And again, as always, a big thanks to Lee Kitzel for being a uh, sponsor of this show and all the things that they do. They're putting on a uh, goodbye. Good luck to the Van Wert boys. I think it's 2.30 before they travel to take on uh, Bellevue on a Saturday night. Good luck to the Cougars. And there's a really nice piece in the uh, Van Wert newspaper about Owen Treese and about the uh, Cougars and everything that they have going on. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Next week is one year of this show. I hope to have uh, something special and maybe even a uh, return guest or two. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting this show. Get out and uh, support high school athletics, but most of all, be safe and be good to one another. Thanks for listening. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.